You're listening to The Jill Monaco Show, episode number eight. Welcome to The Jill Monaco Show. I'm your host, Jill. Each week, I hope to bring you a message that inspires, encourages, or challenges you to go after and live a life you love. Join me and my friends as we explore what it means to love God, love ourselves, and love others. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Here we go. It's me, Jill, and in today's episode, I'm going to do a little bit of vision casting for the future of The Jill Monaco Show. I'm also going to talk about what I've learned about saying no to good things so that I could say yes to better things. But before we get into that, you may have noticed that I've taken a bit of a break from podcasting. Our last episode was posted back in August, and everything I've learned from podcasting says to be consistent, and so I consistently took a break. Well, it's hard for my personality to start something and not do the very best. I never just let things go and be imperfect. But God is showing me about how to do what I can and trust Him with the rest when I need to say no. Have you ever had to do that? So it's not like I was out there being a bum, I promise. In August, I was traveling and speaking, and I honestly just couldn't get back into the studio to record more conversations. Then when I was ready to start up again, I couldn't get iTunes to grab my podcast from the website. I have no idea why. But have you ever felt like God may not allow something to happen or He will allow it to stall out on purpose? I just had to rest and trust Him for the right timing to start up the podcast again. Then... I was all ready, and on November 1st, I launched my first book, The Freedom Coach Model, and it actually went to number one on Amazon the first day, so that's amazing, and I praise God. But still, all of that made me have to say no to some things, like meeting with you on the podcast. But listen, I am so happy to be back. I've been working um, and recording some new conversations with amazing guests, so I promise there are new podcasts coming. Well, this month, I have a few guest speakers that share their testimonies about how God brought them through some of the hardest trials. In December, I'll be doing something new and share a little more teaching. I'd love to hear if you like that podcast format. In January, I'll be dedicating some time to subjects for singles, getting ready for February and Valentine's Day. But since we all know unmarried people, and even if you're married, I hope you'll listen to the podcast anyway. Now, today, I want to share just a brief encouragement about putting things aside and learning to say no in order to say yes. Well, back in 2012, I was laid off from my job. It was actually my very last, quote unquote, real job. And since that time, I've been serving God and trusting Him for provision through my ministry. It has taught me so much. And learning to say no to every good opportunity has been one of the hardest things I've had to learn. For a while, I said yes to everything. I was grateful for opportunities or partnerships. I would squeeze more into my schedule. I'd work more hours, and I wanted to serve God well with the honor of running a ministry. I guess it could be like FOMO or the fear of missing out. But I found that often I would do my part and the partner didn't do their part. I cannot even tell you the number of times I was let down, lied to, or just ignored. All those extra hours wasted. I had to learn to forgive and seek God for direction. But the biggest thing I had to learn was how to determine if something was from God or not. 
See, I think opportunities came, but they weren't always the thing God wanted me to do. And I'm not saying they weren't from God, because maybe some were a distraction from the enemy to wear me down so I'd miss a God thing. But other times, I think it was God calling me to ask Him and listen. See, I think God wanted me to build a relationship with Him and trust Him if He said no to what seemed like really good opportunities. Have you ever had to say no to something that seemed like a really good thing because you just felt like God was directing you that way? Well, let me share what I learned back in 2012 about saying no. Setting the stage, I was unemployed and waiting on God for the right job opportunity. I didn't know I was going to start a ministry and not go back into a position for an organization, but God did, and He knew I needed to learn this lesson. During this time, God put me on what I call a non-schedule schedule. (laughs) I can't explain it, but I knew I was supposed to keep my mornings open for Him. Now, it sounds amazing, right? That meant I was to sleep until I woke up, and I could do whatever I wanted that restored my soul, whether it was work out, pray, read the word, read a book, or listen to a sermon. But no work, no errands, no conversations, and no projects at home. Okay, you may be surprised by this, but that was painful. At times, it was so stressful. It was almost like a detox. In the beginning of this process, I had a really hard time saying no to people and opportunities, but it got easier. But the enemy also used two tactics to get to me, and I want to share those with you. First, there was fear of man. I was disappointing people. Was it selfish not to get together with someone for breakfast? I mean, I'm technically free, right? Or my one consulting client wants to talk in the morning. I can just have my time with God in the afternoon today. Well, at first, I did those things. I was not saying no. Second, there was a fear of being irresponsible and fear of failure. But did I really need to be an overachiever and apply for every job I found? What if I needed the extra time to look for a job? Where does consulting God come in? In the mornings. (laughs) Well, then, of course, I wasn't getting my to-do list done. My Strength Finders 2.0 test shows I have this thing called responsibility and achiever in me. So we don't say no, not even to ourselves. So I kept failing. But finally, I started to get the hang of it. I found I'd get irritated when I was overcommitted. I had to press in really hard to figure out what the Spirit of the Lord was saying to me, not because He wasn't speaking, but because previously I had been saying no to Him for so long. So let's just review that. Two things the enemy wants you to do. He'll give you fear of man, and he'll give you fear of being irresponsible and fear of failure for saying no. So how do we go from saying no to the Holy Spirit to no to people and the demands on our lives? Well, I'm going to share four things that saying no teaches us. I really hope you're blessed by it. Number one, learning to say no is an important character trait in a disciple. When you say yes to many things, you are saying no to other things. When you say no to things, you are saying yes to things you don't even know. When you've planned your day so perfectly, you don't even know what you're saying no to. You may not know what you're missing out on. I realize that was a lot of no's. But have you built margin in your life so that you could say yes to spontaneous gifts from God? Now, some of you are thinking, I don't like to be spontaneous. Well, since we are all made in the image of God and some of us are spontaneous, I'd suggest that God is as well. You can take that issue up with Him. You may need some freedom from control. 
I'm only saying that as a recovering control addict. (laughs) Number two, learning to say no doesn't have to have a reason after it. You may feel obligated to say, no, I can't do that because, and sometimes we need to say, I'm so sorry, but no, and leave it there. You're not required to explain the entire process you went through to come up with an answer. Many times people will try and convince you otherwise, so just be kind and gracious, but of course, just simply say no. Number three, learning to say no is a muscle you build after years of atrophy. Believe me, at times you just have to go where the peace is present and avoid where the peace is not present. God will help you enter into his peace and rest. He sometimes makes you lie down beside green pastures. But saying no doesn't mean you sit at home eating bonbons. It's about finding the right things to say yes to. Sometimes you can say yes, but you need to give yourself time to do it. Schedule it later. Make someone wait maybe just a little bit longer than they prefer. Okay, number four. Learning to say no makes you not Jesus. You have no reason to feel guilty. Sometimes people who need you will take from you until you say no. Because when you don't say no, remember, you are saying yes. They may not like it when you say no. They may get mad and say unkind things about you to others, but they will eventually get over it and find someone else to meet their needs. Remember, you are not their Jesus. Don't feel guilty for not being Jesus. Look at Superman. He felt obligated to save the world from darkness, and he stopped everything for an emergency. He also didn't have a social life, and he didn't need God. Okay, so those four things. Learning to say no is an important character trait in a disciple. Learning to say no doesn't have to have a reason after it. Learning to say no is a muscle you can build, and learning to say no makes you not Jesus. Oh my gosh, I could go on and on about this subject. The conclusions I made as a result of learning to say no are so extensive, but how about I give you a partial bullet point list? Maybe this will help you see it in your own life. It made me know that I am in control of my life and I am powerful. When I'm submitted to the Holy Spirit and choices I make, I never feel burned out. I only give to people from the overflow, not the cup. If there's no overflow, it is time to say no. People get the best of me when I say yes, because it's not tainted with, oh, I wish I said no. God really is in control of everything. His to-do list is always right. You know what? My life is fun, and I'm able to do spontaneous things. And my last bullet point for you is, I feel a sense of accomplishment because I'm able to check off my daily to-do list, which is just one of my favorite things. So, is it responsible for us to say no? By saying no to others' demands, we are saying yes to the Lord's plans. Let me say that again. By saying no to others' demands, we are saying yes to the Lord's plans. I pray as you get ready to enter into a busy holiday season, you build in time for resting in God, even if that means that you strive to enter His rest. Determine where you'll schedule margin and then feel free to say yes. You know what? Saying yes is so much fun. I think the main thing I want you to take away today is learning to say no or yes is really about hearing God's voice and following Him. He has such great plans for you and won't make you weary. He loves you and connecting with Him is a way for you to love yourself too. Well, 
I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Jill Monaco Show. In the coming weeks, I'll be sharing more podcasts with teaching and encouragement about how to love yourself, God, and others well. Next week, I'll be sharing a conversation I had with Brittany Bryce Brooker about how she met the Lord after her husband died at the age of 28 and left her with three kids under three. I promise you'll be encouraged by her testimony. And so you don't miss a future episode of The Jill Monaco Show, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Just search for at Jill Monaco. Now, if you were blessed or encouraged by learning how to say no today, please share this podcast with your friends and on social media. Thanks for tuning in today, my friends. And remember, love well. You are made for it.